the Lord. Yes, please remind me this week to fix that. Probably needs a new new cord. Amen. Somebody say, I, I am, not am not staying here. Amen. Turning your Bibles this morning, let's just go and uh, look at a beautiful story. I think you're going to like seeing. We're in the book of 2 Kings. We're going to start reading in chapter number 2. I'm not staying here. Listen, there's, there's a lot of uh, people that will try to convince you to stay where you're at. They'll try to convince you to, to not push forward. They'll try to convince you to not prepare, to not be ready. To, 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 you're okay, just stay here. But you know what? Today, we're going to get in our hearts and our minds, I'm not staying here. I've got a plan. I've got a journey. I'm going somewhere, and I am not going to quit. I'm not going to give up until I experience uh, all that God has for me. Now, uh, we miss Brother Luke, so I'm kind of having to do this myself. But uh, y'all tell me, how does it sound out there? Too loud? Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to turn myself down up here a little bit. All right. So we're in uh, 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter uh, number 2. And I just want to read down, and we're going to read this story, and uh, then we'll just jump in and uh, share some thoughts, and uh, trust it'll be a blessing to you today. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, today we just thank you for the presence and the anointing of the Holy Spirit that we have felt in this building. We thank you, Lord, those of us that have joined in the house, those that are joining at home or wherever they're watching, let your Holy Spirit right now reach into their hearts and stir them up to not stay where they're at. Lord, I pray that you would cause us today to want to fulfill, to want to receive all that you have for us. And Lord, let us not be complacent. Let us not get comfortable with where we're at, but let us press on to greater things. In Jesus' name, everybody said a big amen. Now, today we're going to talk about a man named Elijah, and we're going to talk about a man named Elisha. Everybody say Elijah. Elisha. A lot of people, and even me, I, I get to preaching those stories and I get them mixed up. But we're going to talk about uh, those two today. And so we're talking in, in 2 Kings chapter 2. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha to Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here. I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and my thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. And the sons of the prophets, and they that were at Bethel, came forth to Elisha, and said unto him, Knowest thou that thou, the Lord will take thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yea, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Tarry here, or stay here. I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest that, that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yea, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, 
Tarry here. Everybody say, stay here. Just relax. Enjoy. Elijah, Elisha, stay here. For the Lord has sent me to Jared, Jordan. And he said, as the Lord liveth and thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. Somebody say, I will not stay here. I'll not leave thee. And the two went on. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off. And the two stood by Jordan. And Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters. And they were divided hither and thither so that the two went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said unto Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. Somebody say, Lord, I want a double portion. And it came to pass. Hold on, let's jump back to verse 10. And he said, thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I'm taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they were still went on and talked that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it. Everybody say he saw it. He saw it and cried, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in two pieces. And he took up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood at the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and he smote the waters and said, Where is the God of Elijah? And when he had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elisha went over. And when the sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jericho, saw him, the spirit, they said, the spirit of Elijah does rest upon Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. I want to just talk to you for a few minutes this morning on I'm not staying here. I've got a journey. I've got something I want. I, I desire something from God. I desire a double portion. I desire to have a new mantle. I desire to have a fresh anointing. I desire for God to use me. Oh, but I'm not going to get comfortable. Amen. I'm not going to stop at any of the little stops along the way. Because each time you notice the man of God told his servant, you just stay here. But God's called me to go further. You know what? I know God's called people to a lot of different places. I know God's called people to churches. God's called people to missions. God's called people to nations. And God's called people to a lot of things. But you know what? I don't want to miss what God has for me. 
I don't want to get stuck in someone else's anointing. I don't want to get comfortable where other people are. Amen. I want to go all the way to where God has my mantle of anointing waiting. We find out, amen, this man, Elisha, or Elijah, amen, his name means my God is Jehovah. He has served God. He has been a powerful prophet. He has done so many things. And now he is journeying. And he sees this young man, Elisha, out plowing in a field. And he walks over and he takes his mantle. Amen. And he lays it upon him. And Elisha leaves everything. He leaves the oxen. He leaves the plow. He leaves his family. He leaves, amen, all the comforts of home. And he goes and follows the man of God. We find out that Elisha, his name means the God. My God is salvation. Elisha is on a journey of a double portion. What kind of journey are you on? Are you on a journey of a half portion? Are you on a journey of a full portion? Or do you want to be on a journey of a double portion? Amen. Are we just satisfied with what others have? Are we just satisfied with status quo? Or do we want God, amen, to give us over and above, amen, all that we could ask or think? We see that in, in, in the Bible, the prophets, all the men, uh, back then we see they had, the, they had the long robes and they had all the different things that they wore. And, uh, but the prophets had a particular, specific mantle specific thing. It, it, it identified them. I'm telling you in our world today, we need a mantle of anointing that identifies us. I don't want to blend in with everybody else. I don't just want to be like everybody else. I want people to look at me, see me, hear me, amen, experience, amen, our presence and know there's a mantle on that one that's different than everybody else around them. You should have a different mantle than everybody else at work. Amen. You should be the one, amen, that's carrying an anointing of blessing, an anointing of favor. Amen. You need to be a peacemaker. Amen. You need to be one, amen, that's able to go above and beyond. You need a mantle of anointing that God has for your life. This mantle identified them. This mantle, this outer covering, it spoke of anointing. Amen. Today, I mean, that's our mantle is our godly character. It's our lifestyle. Amen. It, it, it's our, it's the spirit of Jesus within us. Amen. That's radiating out. Amen. Becoming, looking like, talking like, acting like. Amen. That anointing that Jesus had, I want to be upon me. Romans chapter 13, verse 14, he declared it, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, we need to put Jesus on like we put on a coat. Amen, we need to put it on. He's our mantle. He's our covering. He's our anointing. Amen, without him, we're not protected. Amen, but I want to put Jesus on every day of my life. Elisha was called to this prophetic ministry when Elisha threw his mantle on him. He was going to inherit that mantle. He was going to inherit that anointing. He began to follow. He began to learn. He began to, listen, he, he, did, he didn't start out smiting waters in them parting. He started out getting Elisha a cup of water, carrying his stuff, taking care of whatever they needed. 
getting provisions. Everybody, amen, wants to be a partaker of the anointing of miracles. But who wants the anointing of helps? Am I preaching good now? Not getting no amens. Oh, we always talk about it with Jesus. We want to we wanna identify with his resurrection, but we don't like to identify with the suffering. Listen, if you want an anointing, if you want to get that mantle, amen, you've got to walk with him. You've got to talk with him. You've got to learn him. Amen, you've got to know his character. Amen, Elisha is watching his master. And everywhere they're going, Elijah says, Elisha, why don't you just stay here? There's nice people here. There's good churches here. There's good food here. There's good fellowship here. You can make good money here. Why don't you just stay here? Each time when Elisha told Elijah told Elisha to stay, Elisha would say, Oh, my master, as you live and as my soul lives, I will not stay here. I'm going wherever you go. How many of us would have stopped along the way? How many of us, when the going gets tough and we know the journey is going to be hard and we know the master is going to be taken away? Just stay here. Would we have said, okay, I think I will. This is comfortable. I like this place. I think I'll just stay here. You go on without me. He would have missed his anointing. He would have missed his mantle. He would have missed what God had for his life. But there was something. There was a hunger. There was a desire on the inside. I want more than I've got. And I know that you got what I need. And I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. If you go, I'm going. I'm not staying here. Elijah said, Elijah said, stay here. I'm going to Gilgal. Gilgal. It's from a root word, it means the beginning point. The, the beginning of commitment. You've got to have a beginning. Do you remember your beginning? Do you remember your day of salvation? Do you remember the day that you said, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my heart. I surrender. Oh, there's people that been to church all their lives. There's people who grew up in church. But there's that moment, amen, when you had that, or, that, that just ordained moment. When you surrendered all, when you gave your heart and your life to Jesus. Oh, if you say, I'm not sure, I don't remember that time. Come on, today can be your day. Today can be your day of commitment. You've got to, everybody's got to start somewhere. And Gilgal, it comes from a a Hebrew word. It means to roll on. It means to to put away. It means to, I mean, basically, it, it just means to cast your care, to give yourself. We've got to start where our journey starts. It's when we give ourselves to Jesus. When we cast all of our cares, we give him our sins and he forgives us of our sins. Amen. We have that place of commitment. Joshua verse 5 and 9 said, This day I've rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Therefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. It's a place of rolling away your sins, your transgressions, your past is rolled away. You make a commitment to Jesus from this moment on. I'm going to follow you. Today, you can have a Gilgal moment. You can have a moment of commitment. You've got to commit yourself to the purpose and the plans of God. Commit yourself, amen, to God's purpose in your life. Amen. People don't like commitment. 
We, we, we like to just, well, you ask people to commit to things and they always say, well, I'll see. Well, what are you going to see? If something better comes along? What if when you ask your spouse to marry them, they said, well, you know what? I'll see. Let me wait a while and see if I get a better offer. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, we need to make a commitment. We need to say, listen, I, I can't live off somebody else's commitment. I can't live off of somebody else's salvation. I can't, mom, mama, I can't live on mamas or grandmas. Listen, I've got to have a moment of time of surrender. I've got to make a commitment for myself, and I've got to start from this point for my journey. Can I get an amen? And at that point, listen, Elisha was willing. He left his oxen, he left his plow, he left his livelihood, he left his family. He made a commitment to the man of God and he began to follow him wherever he went. Can you say that about you today? Are you following Jesus? Have you made a commitment? Leaving behind our ambitions, our desires, our plans. Knowing that God's making a way for me. Knowing that my life is not my own, I belong to Him. But if I will stick close to Him, He's going to do something magnificent. Can I get an amen? Elijah said, Elisha, I need you to stay here at Gilgal. The Lord has called me to go to Bethel. And Elisha said, I'm not staying here. Hebrews, in, in the Hebrew word Bethel, is the house of God. This is where Jacob had his vision of this ladder descending and going to heaven. And angels ascending and descending. Amen. This is where uh, we talk about in Genesis that he was afraid and said, how dreadful is this place. There is none other but the house of God. And this is the gate of heaven. And he called the name of that place Bethel. Elijah said, I've got to go on. From place of commitment. I've got to go on from this place that I received my salvation. I've got to go on to the house of God. I've got to go on to service. I've got to go on to do something in my life. I've got to do something. Amen. There's some action here. Amen. Angels are ascending and descending. Amen. There's work to be done in the kingdom of God. And Elijah said, Elisha, you can stay here at the place of commitment, but I've got to move on to an area of service. I've got to do something for God. And Elisha said, I'm going. How many would this morning say, I'm going, Pastor? Come on. Is there work to be done? Is there something to be done in the house of God? I want to do it. What can I do? Where can I serve? Where can I work? Can I feed the hungry? Can I bless the poor? Amen. Can I help clean the house? What can I do? Can I sing? Can I play? What you're willing to serve in the house of God. Listen. You've got to begin in the house of God, in your service of God, in your place. Listen, you've got to begin to pour. You've got to begin to pray. You've got to seek God. Have you ever heard the little saying, no prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. More prayer, more power. Much prayer, much power. Listen, everything, when we're in the house and in the service of God, our relationship, our communication with God. I mean, if you feel dead and dry and you don't feel anything, come on, check your prayer line. See how your communication is. Make sure your lines are not cut. Thank God 
for the house of God. Thank God for the work of God. Thank God for the church. But Elijah said, Elisha, why don't you just stay here and work in the house of God? Why don't you just stay here and do what you're doing? And God's called me to Jericho. And Elisha said, I'm not staying. As my soul liveth and as you live, I'm going where you go. And they went down to Jericho. Now Jericho in the Hebrews means a place of fragrance. Jericho is the battleground of spiritual understanding. It's the place where fragrant anointing is poured upon your life. But how many knows where fragrance come from? Fragrant can only come from crushing. It can only come from brokenness. It can only come when a pressure is applied. Amen. Oh, come on. Yes, Lord, I love my place of commitment. I love my place of service. Oh, but wait a minute. I don't really want to go to a place of brokenness. I don't want to go through any trials. I don't want to go through any tribulation. I don't want to be tested and tried. Oh, but can I tell you, amen, like a rose petal. When it's crushed, that's what makes the fragrance be released. I don't want my life to just be pretty. I want to smell I want to be beautiful. I want to have a fresh, fragrant scent. But that doesn't come without brokenness. Amen. It comes. Amen. As John says. Amen. It said Mary takes a pound of ointment of spite and anoints Jesus' feet. Amen. That that oil, that anointing, that fragrant was like a year's wages. It costs something. If your life is going to be a fragrance to God, if your life is going to be a sweet smell and savor, it's going to cost you something. It's not easy. Elisha, stay here. I'm going. It's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy. And Elisha says, I'm not staying. It may be hard, but it will be worth it. We got to die to ourselves. We got to crucify our flesh. Amen. Yes, we got to be committed. Yes, we got to work in the house of God. Amen. But we've got to be able to endure tribulation. Amen. Without giving up, knowing, amen, that the trying of our faith worketh patience. And it's releasing something good. Can I get an amen? Oh, I need an anointing. I need a refreshing. But I refuse to stay here. Amen. I know. Amen. There's something good ahead. Elijah Elijah said, Elijah, Elisha, I told you I'd get them mixed up. Elijah said, Elisha. We've gone through a time of brokenness. Man, we've, we've, we've had the, 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 the anointing released. And you know what? You just stay here. God's doing good stuff in your life. And, and you're looking good and smelling good. But God has called me to go to Jordan. Why don't you just stay here? And Elisha said, I'm not staying here. The word Hebrew in, for Jordan is Jordan. It means a descender. It means death. Jordan is where the mantle descends. 
Jordan, amen, is where things change. Jordan, amen, so many things happened at the Jordan River. And here these two, amen, Elijah says, I'm going, I'm not staying. And they come to the Jordan. And once again, Elisha is watching his master. He's learning. And Elijah takes his mantle off. And he folds it up. And he strikes the water. And the river parts. And they walk over on dry land. Now, the Bible says that there's about 50 prophets that are standing afar off at Jordan watching. There's always people that want to stay just far enough away from the commitment. They want to stand far enough away from the service. They want to stand far enough away from the crushing. They just want to see it. Can I tell you this morning, I'm not satisfied with just seeing it. I want to experience it. I'm not satisfied with watching it on others. I want to experience it myself. And that will only happen when you keep having tenacity and you keep saying, I'm not staying. Lord, if you're going, I'm going. Where you lead, I'll follow. If it gets tough, I'll just get tough with it. And I know if you crush me, something good's going to come out of it. So now then they walk over. On dry land. And Elijah says, Elisha, good job. I tried to get you to stay back there at Gilgal. I tried to get you to stay at Jericho. I tried to get you to stay, but you wouldn't stay. You just stuck right with me. And you know what? For your faithfulness, What would you like? If God were to ask you that today, what would your answer be? I want a million dollars. I want a big fancy house. I I, I want a big car. What what would be your desire? Yeah, I mean, remember that? Remember that? The the guy, he was walking down the beach, Luke, and he found this uh, lamp. He rubbed the lamb and the genie came out. The genie said, what, what would you wish? He said, you know, I've always wanted to go to, to, to Europe. I've always wanted to go to the other side of the world, but I'm scared to fly. Could you build me a bridge from this side to the other? He said, man, you, <laughs> that's an impossible task. He said, is there something else? And the guy thought for a minute. And he said, yes, you know what? I would like to understand women. And the genie said, would you like that bridge two-lane or (laughs) four-lane? That's not nice. So here they're standing and he said, what would you like? And Elisha could have asked for anything, but he had been watching. He had been following. He had been seeing the miracles. And he said, you know what, Elijah? I want a double portion of your anointing. And Elijah said, you've asked a hard thing. But here's the key. If you see me when I'm taken, it'll happen. But if you don't, you're not going to get it. 
Can you imagine? Now then, he doesn't know when his master's leaving. He doesn't know how he's going. He doesn't know when. Is it going to be at night? Is it in the middle of the night? Is it, if I take a nap, I could miss it. So now then, I mean, he's prying his eyes open. I'm not going to miss this. What are you willing to go through to get that double anointing? That double portion. He's, he's watching. He's watching his master. He's seeing. He's attending. I mean, we've, we've been through commitment. We've been through service. I mean, we've been through crushing. And now here we are. This is the we, We've crossed over Jordan, the place of death. And I know it's getting close. And I know he's going to go. And I got my eyes watching. And all of a sudden, they're walking along. And the Bible says a chariot of fire comes through and separates them. You know why? Because if it hadn't, have, Elisha would have gone up with Elijah. So the chariot of fire, we, people say sometimes that uh, Elijah went up in a chariot of fire, but he didn't. Read it closely. A chariot of fire came between them, and they was like, whoa! And here's Elisha, and there's Elijah, and all of a sudden a whirlwind picked up Elijah, and Elijah starts ascending up into heaven, and when he disappears, all of a sudden, here comes that mantle floating down. And Elisha took his garment, that anointing he was carrying, that purpose, that plan, his thing. He took it and he ripped it and he tore it. Amen. I don't want this anymore. I don't need this old anymore. I want that fresh anointing. And he picked up Elijah's mantle and he walked to the river and he smote the water and he said, where is the God of Elijah? And the waters I don't have time. I don't have time today to go count them for you. But if you'll go, if you'll go read and you'll count the numbers of miracles that Elijah did in his lifetime, and then you go count the number of miracles Elisha did in his lifetime, guess how many? Twice as many. Double. He got a double portion. Why? Because he said, I'm not staying here. I'm not going to get comfortable with everybody else. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to quit when the going gets tough. Even when my master says stay, I know there's something in the inside of me that wants something greater, something bigger, more powerful, a fresh anointing. I need a fresh mantle of God's glory, a fresh mantle of God's love, a fresh mantle, amen, of God's revelation. And I'm telling you, when Jesus died on the cross, His mantle, amen, is the one that we carry. Now we can put on the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. And we, amen, Jesus said, these things, greater things than these shall you do. All the miracles, the things Jesus did, we can walk in that anointing. We can walk in that power because we walk in the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. I carry, you carry a mantle of Jesus. But I'm telling you, it's not easy. You've got to make a commitment. You've got to make, you've got to serve God. You've got to work in the house and do what God's called you to do. You've got to endure those times of crushing to release the sweetness. You've got to go through trials and tribulations. But Jesus said, be of good cheer. I've overcame the world. If Jesus did it, you can do it. What you're going through is for a purpose. It's not to destroy you. It's to release a fragrance from you. 
I've been around a few folks. They were releasing some fragrance. It wasn't so good. People, people start getting crushed. They start, they get, they get crushed and they cuss. They get crushed and they complain. They get crushed and they gripe. They get crushed and they do all. Listen, amen, when in the crushing with us, amen, it needs to release a praise. In the crushing needs to release some worship. In the crushing needs to release, amen, a sweet self-smelling savor unto the Lord. Lord, crush my flesh, but release my spirit. And that Elijah, the mantle fell down. Elisha. It was John that looked at Jesus and he said, I must decrease and he must increase. Amen. We've got to go to Jordan. We've got to go through commitment, through prayer, through brokenness. Amen. To get to that place to where, amen, we're dead to our flesh. Amen. But we're alive. Amen. We've got that double portion anointing. Amen. Because listen, God's faithful. Everybody say, God's faithful. And if we'll stick close to him, if we'll stay with him, if we won't give up, if we won't quit, we're going to be successful. Somebody say, I'm not staying here. Where, where, where's the devil trying to get you to stay? Yeah, just, 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 just stay right here where it's easy. Stay right here where you're comfortable. Stay right here where there's no problems. Don't, 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 don't get involved in that. Don't, don't, don't worry. That's too much work. That, that's going to take sacrifice. Just, just stay right here. But listen, if you stay right here, you're going to miss so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, we get to places and, and, and we, we stay a while and uh, we enjoy the, the blessings and the benefits. But you know what? I can't stay here forever. I was, I was just reading this morning where the children of Israel, they were camped. And they never knew how long they was going to stay. And the Holy Spirit would begin to move. The cloud would move. And they would say they would give a, a short blast on the trumpet. And this area was supposed to get up first. Pack up, start moving. And then they would give another blast. And this group would get up, pack up, and start moving. I'm telling you, I think we're starting to hear the blast. I think the trumpets are starting to sound. I think God is beginning to tell the church, it's time. Camping's over. It's time for traveling. Pack up your stuff. Get your weapons ready. It's time for a double portion anointing. And be willing and dare to say, I will not stay here, but I'm going all the way to my double portion anointing. Can I get a big amen? Come on, somebody give Jesus a hand in the house today. Hallelujah. Father, we just love you this morning. We thank you today that you have a journey laid out before us. And I thank you, Lord, that no matter what comes, how the enemy tries to sidetrack us and tries to get us to stay where we're at. Today, in our hearts, in our spirits, we make a declaration. I will not stay here. Lord, if you're moving, I'm moving. If you're going forward, I'm going forward. I want a double portion anointing. I want to be there for every miracle. I want to be there through the commitment, through the service, through the brokenness. I want to be there through the death so that I can experience the resurrection. So, Father, today, I just declare I will not stay here. You're here today and you say, Pastor, 
I'm not content where I'm at. Maybe you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe you've made that commitment, but you've never committed to service. Maybe you've committed to service, but the Holy Spirit is calling you to something greater, but you've been just staying where you're at. Are you ready to move forward? Will you say in your heart and in your spirit today, I won't stay here. I'm not going to get stuck in this place. There's something greater for me. If God has something bigger and better, I want it. And I'm willing to go through whatever it takes to get it. Father, give us the spirit of Elisha. Let us be faithful to the man and the servant of God. Let us be faithful to the calling of God. And I thank you for that double portion anointing on him. And I thank you for that double portion anointing that you're about to pour out on your people. So if you're in this house this morning and you say, Pastor, I'm making a declaration today. Wherever I'm at, everyone's in a different place. But wherever I'm at, I'm just making a declaration. I'm not staying here. I'm moving forward. I'm going further. I'm doing greater. I'm going to receive everything God has for me I'm not going to get stuck in this place. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm ready to move forward. If that's you, if that's your declaration, just stand to your feet right where you're at. If you're at home, you're sitting on your couch, you're sitting in your recliner, you say, I'm not going to stay here. Come on, just stand up right where you're at. Just get up and stand up in your living room, in your bedroom. Just make a declaration in your home right now. I'm not going to stay in the place I'm at. I'm not going to stay sick. I'm not going to stay broke. I'm not going to stay in this trouble. I'm not going to stay. I'm going to a greater place with God. I want to receive my double portion anointing. Thank you. Everyone standing. Everyone wants that double portion. So, Father, today, we're standing in your presence, making a commitment to you. Lord, we have stood, we've got out of the place we were, and we have changed our position. We're standing, and today, we're making a commitment. Come on, say it with me. Dear Lord, I commit my life to you. I give my heart to you. Jesus, I'm yours. Be my Lord, my Savior. Forgive me of all of my sins. I commit my life to you today. Lord, now I'm going to serve you. I'm going to do what you've called me to do. So show me. Open a door. I can love my neighbor. I can be kind. I can work in the house. I can work outside. On my job, I'm working for you. Just like in the church. Whatever you've called me to do, I commit myself to your service today. And we can get comfortable right there. So I'm just going to ask you. 
why don't you just stay right there? But God's called me to go a little further. I'm going to Jericho. Anybody want to go? So, Lord, at Jericho, there's going to be some trouble. There's going to be some brokenness. There's going to be some trials and tribulations. And you're going to release an anointing in me. And you're going to release a fragrance in me. And you're going to, I'm going to see who I really am. And I'm going to crucify my flesh there. And I'm going to learn about myself and about you. And it's not going to be easy, but I'm not staying here. I'm willing to go. Whatever I've got to go through for your glory. I'm willing. Give me the strength to go through it. Teach me what I need to learn. Release the fragrance of my life. If you want to stay here, you just stay right there. But I'm going to Jericho. I'm going to go through that water. I'm going to go through Jordan. I'm going to go through that death experience. If you want to go, come on. Lord, I come up to the river and I'm walking with your servant and I see him smite the waters and it parts and I've got a choice. Am I going to stay on this side where it's easy? Am I going to stay and observe with everybody else? Or am I going to cross over to something new? I choose to cross over Jordan. I choose to go through that trial. I choose to go through that death. I choose to keep my eyes on your servant, on your word, on your promises. I will not leave you. I'm not staying here. So, Father, come on, everybody, just just close your eyes and lift your hands. I want my double portion anointing. I want everything you have for me. I'm going to keep my eyes on you. I'm committed. I'm serving. I'm broken. And now I'm ready to receive when all of a sudden here came that fire. Separated them. Here came the whirlwind and Elijah's taken up. And here comes that mantle. Come on, just in your mind's eye, I want you to see, see that, 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 just that garment, that mantle, just, just kind of floating down in the wind. Why don't, you just, why don't you just go get under it, right where it's about to fall. Just let it drape over you. Let that fresh anointing just drape over you this morning. Let the Holy Spirit just cover your mind with peace. Come on, let that mantle right now just settle down over you, cover you. Your sins are forgiven. Your service is sanctified. Your anointing has come upon you. He's anointing you for the task He's calling you to do. You can't do it in yourself, but there's an anointing right now coming upon you. There's something stirring upon the inside of you. The Holy Ghost is stirring up the gifts of the Spirit within you right now. You feel a fire just burning, a zeal, a passion. I want to do something. I got to do something. Come on, everybody, declare with me, Holy Spirit. I receive 
the double portion anointing. Holy Spirit, I receive your anointing. Holy Spirit, fill me with your anointing. Now pick up that anointing. Like Elijah picked up that mantle. And he walked to the water. And he smote the water and declared, where is the God of Elijah? You see, he became not just the God of Elijah. He became the God of Elisha. Declare it today, God, you're my God. You're my joy. You're my peace. You're my hope. You're my power. You're my strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Now with that anointing, with that anointing, go do what God's called you to do. Come on, take that amount. Just, just take it in your hand. Just, just reach out and like grab that mantle, just that, that cloth. Just, just grab it. Get it in your hand. What are you going to do with that anointing? What are you going to do with that calling? What are you going to do with that purpose? Come on, it's not to strike people. It's to bless people. It's to destroy the works of darkness. It's to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils. It's to be a blessing. Take that mantle that God has given you and go use it for His glory. Don't take it lightly. Don't let anybody take your anointing. Don't let anybody take your mantle. It's yours. God has given it to you. You use it to the best of your ability. And learn it. Learn how to use it. Like David with that sling. You got to practice. Use your faith. And God will anoint you. And God will, you'll grow in that mantle, that anointing. Just like Elisha did. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Oh, come on. Let's just worship for a moment. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for the anointing in the house. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for that double portion. Thank you for that anointing that I've received this morning. Thank you for my giftings and my talents. And Father, I thank you for what you're doing in me and through me. I've made a commitment to you today. And Lord, when I walk out that door, I'm going forward. Father, I declare you bless every woman, man, boy, girl. I thank you for that gift and that anointing. Thank you for that commitment they've made to you today. And Lord, you use them. Let them grow in their anointing. Let them grow in their faith. Use them in the gifts of the Spirit. Fill them, Lord, as they exist. Open their hearts to you. Fill them up to overflowing with a fresh anointing. And bless their lives. In Jesus' name. Everybody said a big amen. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap today. Hallelujah.